0: You're listening to The Table Podcast, a podcast created for millennials to talk about spiritual truths, answer your questions about God, the Bible, and all things spiritual, and to give practical advice on how to live out your faith. Here's your host, teaching and young adult pastor at Southern Hills Church in Carrollton, Georgia, Keith Trollinger. Well, what is up, family? It's May the 6th, 2020. I hope you guys are doing well and you've had a fairly good week. Maybe some of you guys did some social distancing this week with your friends. Maybe this past weekend you were able to visit a restaurant and you navigated through that sort of new system of eating and dining in America right now. Many of you guys are really trying to figure out how to navigate or how to adjust to this new norm. Hopefully it's only going to be for a short time, but today I actually have to cut the podcast a little short with things opening up. My schedule is changing rapidly and I'm actually moving from having a ton of Zoom meetings and hopefully you are too, to actually having face-to-face conversations with people, obviously six feet apart, right? And wearing a mask, but what was a normal week for me in writing this podcast? podcast and recording has thrown some curveballs. And so I'm having to cut this podcast shorter today because my schedule feels like it's changing by the hour. I've even switched the topic a little this week, but next week I plan to start a podcast series which I've never done and I'm excited about. But I wanted to share this with you today. You know, when I'm given a lot of time, my mind starts to wander. And I was thinking about this just the other day, and I'm sure many people all over the country have been sitting around thinking sort of the same thing. We've got a lot of time on our hands, or we've had a lot of time on our, on our hands, and more than we're used to. And when we typically have a lot of time on our hands, we sort of get ourselves into trouble. We think about things a lot more than we normally do, And this leads our minds down crazy paths, right? We start thinking about what we're not doing or what we should be doing or how we're missing out or how we keep doing things that we need to stop doing and how we need to be better at certain things or how we need to be better people or better friends or better employees or better bosses. And the list could go on and on and on. And we get ourselves into a trap in feeling shameful and feeling bad and feeling guilty. And for those of you that are Christians, man, you can often think I'm a horrible follower of Jesus, right? I don't even know if I am a Christian. I mean, it seems like everybody around me is so perfect in their life and everything is going together so smoothly and mine just feels like it's falling apart and I'm wasting this time that I've had. Well, I just want to encourage you for a second. I know that a lot of times when we hear people talk about how great the relationship with God is, right? It often feels as though it comes easy to them. But then to you, it seems to be a struggle. When you hear about it, you often find yourself experiencing guilt and shame because you're not in the Bible enough, or you're not going to church enough, or you haven't been to church in a long while, or you're not the perfect Christian like them. And maybe you just wanna vomit, right? Or maybe you just wanna run as far away from that person as you can get. And maybe when you do come to the place where you do begin seeking this relationship with God, it's a struggle and you feel guilty because you struggle to get motivated to get started. And you believe that it shouldn't be like that. Like it should be easy. This relationship with God should be natural. It shouldn't be work. It shouldn't be hard. And so when you hear other people and their relationship with God, it's like, man, what am I doing wrong? I want to give you some encouragement as you listen to this today. I read this paragraph a number of years ago in a book called Messy Spirituality. It's by Mike Iaconelli. He was a long Long-term student pastor, he passed away a few years ago. But when I read this paragraph in this book, it made me feel like a normal Christian, like a normal person in their walk with Jesus. He writes this. He says, after 45 years of trying to follow Jesus, I keep losing him in the crowded busyness of my life. I know Jesus is there somewhere, but it's difficult to make him out in the haze of everyday life. For as long as I can remember, I've wanted to be a godly person. Yet when I look at the yesterdays of my life, what I see mostly is a broken, irregular path littered with mistakes and failure. I've had temporary successes and isolated moments of closeness to God, but I long for the continuing presence of Jesus. I want desperately to know God better. I want to be consistent. But right now, the only thing consistent in my life is my inconsistency. Who I want to be and who I am are not very close. Is that not an incredibly realistic thought? And for me, this is one that I can completely identify with. I think about what Paul says when he talks about struggling with sin. In Romans 7, 18-20, He writes this, and I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I'm not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. You see, as followers of Christ, man, we have this sin nature. We are born into sin. And I know that may be kind of a big concept, but we're born really not being good. We're born needing rescue. We're born needing somebody to save us. Thank you. The okay. cat And so we're born with sort of this sin nature, doing bad, and we constantly are struggling with doing right, but yet we continue to choose to do wrong. We continue to struggle with doing the right things. We want to do what is good, but often, man, we do the opposite, and the fight is on. I mean, anybody with me? Iaconelli expresses the feeling of so many of us, and Paul just nails it in Romans 1 and Romans 7 when he says, I want to do what is right, but I can't. Like, this is the battle that so many of us are in, and sometimes daily, if not hourly, man, we feel that fight. And when we hear other people talk about how great their relationship is with God and their family, man, we feel like we're falling short and something is wrong with us. And maybe we're not trying hard enough, or we've just become lazy, or we can't seem to get things together. So I want to share something with you that happened to me recently, and I hope it will give you some encouragement and hope. So I've been battling and was battling with some fleshly issues, and my normal response sometimes is to allow it to grow in my mind and just fume and fret about it internally, right? And then externally when this happens, believe it or not, I tend to isolate and shut down. And so I was experiencing a lot of pride and envy, and I was not feeling spiritual. I wanted to avoid praying in the Bible. I wanted to be lazy, and I just wanted it to go away. But this never works. I knew what I needed to do. And so I got up and I went to the place that I often go to. It's a place that I have in my house that I just kind of connect with God. It's sort of my spot. Some people have a closet. I have a room. Some people have a place outside that they go to think. And so I just kind of went to my place and I grabbed my Bible and not really wanting to pray or read, I just pressed the start button in my mind and I went there. All I could do was trust God and show up in my room with the Bible and move. That's all I could do in that moment. And I was asking God, free me. This is what Paul says towards the end of Romans 7, 24 through 25. He says, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? He says, thank God, because the answer is Jesus Christ, our Lord. You see, Jesus frees us, not always from the struggle, but he frees us to struggle. I mean, does this make sense? I didn't feel any shame or guilt from not wanting to pray or read his Bible because shame and guilt do not come from God. But what I did feel on this particular day was God literally providing me the strength to press into the Bible and into him. I could not do this on my own. And as a result of this, he revealed in me what I needed to confess to him, what I needed to come clean with, to get off my chest. You see, God works in everything. He is faithful and loving and full of understanding. And the answer is Jesus. And so, man, when you feel like you just are not measuring up, and you feel like everybody else has their life together, and you feel like everybody else seems to be doing fine, and your life is falling apart, I want you to know that, number one, you are not alone, man. You're not alone in that feeling. In fact, that's probably a normal feeling. And most people, oftentimes in their life, they feel that way. And I'm not saying that that feeling lasts for a long time, but, dude, we are all there, man. We've all been there. But I want to encourage you, man, to struggle and to struggle strong. As you journey through the craziness of this reopening and the anxieties and maybe even the excitement, believe that Jesus is the answer. Believe that he's enough and that maybe you just need to grab your Bible. If you're not feeling it, you just need to grab your Bible and go to your place and say, you know what? I'm here, man. And that's all that I have right now, but I'm here. And when you feel like Mike Yaconelli and Paul, know that Christ provides all that you need when seeking him. Even when we have to fight the feelings and emotions that want us to be lazy, you are not alone. If you don't know Jesus, please reach out to me or somebody who can help you begin a relationship with him. But if you need to reach out to somebody, please don't hesitate to email me. KeithTrollinger at gmail.com. My name is K-E-I-T-H-T-R-O-L-L-I-N-G-E-R at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Well, like I said, that's all the time that we have for today. Please share the podcast with others and subscribe to the podcast. And if you're willing, man, leave a comment and rate it. You guys are awesome. And I hope and pray that you have an incredible rest of the day. I'll see you guys this time next week.